Hey everybody, this is John Fenn, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. We are a house church network. We celebrate the gathering of the saints by meeting in homes. Where possible, we rotate who hosts and who leads each week. We follow the Acts 242 simplicity of like a family getting together. Acts 242 says they were steadfastly gathering. Steadfastly means it's not come and go as you please. There is a commitment there. It's not like a youth group and you can show up one week and not the other. It's it's a commitment. And they were steadfastly in the apostles' teaching, fellowship, food, and prayer. Those four elements. And even though it says teaching, you've got to understand it's not sermon-oriented. It's teaching that is sharing, like what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, 26. Somebody may have a teaching. You may have a revelation. You may have a psalm, which is worship and prayer. You may have the gifts of the Spirit. You, you get to share all these things, but we're all taught in what the Lord is doing because we are individuals. We are individual temples of, of the Lord. Our bodies are living sacrifice, temples of God. So you get to hear what the Lord is doing in each person as they wish to share. So anyway, cwowi.org. All right, about, about the parable of the 10 virgins. Parable of the 10 virgins is set in context is not for today. And yet it's applicable for today. And here's what I mean. Matthew chapter 24 is all about the return of Jesus. It, 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 he talks about the Antichrist coming at the midway point of that seven-year peace treaty, what we call the tribulation. He talks about that in Matthew 24, 15. And, and, and in verse 20, he says, pray that it doesn't happen in the wintertime or on the Sabbath because they're going to have to get out of town when they see that. And you go down to verses 29 through 31 and such, and you talk about the sign of the Son of Man in the heavens and how the Lord is coming and how the angels will gather the elect from one end of heaven to the other. Thankfully, not these, not gathering the elect from one end of the earth to the other, but gathering the elect from one end of heaven to the other. And then he returns. And that's supported, by the way, by, by Revelation 19 that says that uh, from verses 7 through about 14 that the saints in heaven who've enjoyed the marriage supper of the Lamb are returning with Jesus on horses at the Battle of Armageddon. And that is where at the Battle of Armageddon, when he puts down all the, the fighting and everything else, Jesus sets up his earthly kingdom. So Matthew 24 is about his return. And then Matthew 25 starts from there. Matthew 25 is about Jesus setting up his earthly kingdom. You've got the parable of the 10 virgins. You've got the parable of the talents, which I'll talk about next week. You've got Jesus talking about separating the sheep nations from the goat nations. That is the, the nations that are for him and believe in him and the nations that do not. And how he's going to set up his earthly kingdom and the righteous will enter into the kingdom that had been prepared for them to rule and reign with him for a thousand years, as scripture says. So Matthew 25 is about the return of Jesus. It's not for right now. The context in which it was spoken is established in Matthew 25, 1, where Jesus says, then will the kingdom of heaven be likened unto. Okay. He's talking about Matthew 24, his return and ready to set up his earthly kingdom. And then he says in Matthew 25, 1, then the kingdom of heaven will be likened unto 10 bridesmaids, each with, with, with uh, lamps. Okay. So that sets the context. Now, it is a parable about being awake, being prepared, being ready to see the Lord. But I want to flash forward down to verse 12, where Jesus spoke of the five foolish bridesmaids, and he said, I don't know you. In fact, the Greek of that means I have no remembrance of you. In other words, <laughs> he didn't know them at all. 
And that wasn't a case of, I once knew you, but now I've forgotten who you are. I, you know, your face is familiar, but I don't remember your name. No, no, no. That's not it at all. In the Greek, it is, I never knew you. It means I have no remembrance. There's nothing in my brain that says that I know you. All right. That's important in Matthew 25, 12 to understand that the five foolish ones are ones who don't know the Lord. Okay, you've got to get that through through our, our thinking here, because again, this is about Jesus setting up his earthly kingdom. And he's talking about how it's going to be too late at a certain point to call on him because he will already be here setting up his earthly kingdom. That's what the parable is about. So you'll see that the the, the ten bridesmaids, and they think they're waiting for the groom. So these are people who know of the God of Israel. They know the groom is coming. They have been chosen by the bride to be part of the bridesmaids. But uh, five said their their torches, uh, they need oil for their torches. Now, the oil is the Holy Spirit, and the torch, depending on how you want to understand that, the torch is either an earthen vessel, which is a lot, uh, uh, in the metaphor it is, in the parable it is the human heart, an earthen vessel made of clay, made of of the earth, of of stone, clay, etc., with oil in it, which is the Holy Spirit. Or the first meaning of the Greek word torch there that they used is actually what we think of as a torch. That is a piece of pottery, usually, or sometimes metal, but but, but metal is very precious. So pottery stuck on the end of a stick wrapped with rags dipped in oil. And, and especially for the outside, because in a, a lamp is generally inside and a torch is outside. And these 10 bridesmaids are outside waiting for the, the groom. And obviously the groom is coming to the bride's house, which means he's coming to the earth where the, where the bride lives. Uh, and so he's coming back here and they uh, go out to meet him, go out to meet him. But the five do not have oil in their lamps. Their, their flames have gone out. So you can read this as saying, okay, these are people who who uh, knew of the Lord. I'll put it this way. When you combine it with the parable of the talents, it is clear that these are people who knew of the Lord in terms of they knew what to do. They had a an appearance of, of faith in Christ. They had a, they, they they played the game, so to speak. They they had the appearance and but they didn't have the oil in their lamps. And again, I go back to the fact that Jesus said, I don't know you. I don't know you. So these are these are these are bridesmaids who have the opportunity to know him, to know what to do, but they don't do it. And when he returns, it's too late for them. Does that make sense? You understand you've got you've got the ten out there, and five have oil in their lamps, their their flame is burning. And five do not. So that tells you that five really know the groom. In fact, that's why he said in verse 12, he said to the to the foolish five, he said, I don't know you. I don't have any remembrance of you. There's nothing in my mind that says I know you. But the other five are allowed into, into the marriage. And and they have their lights burning. So these are these wise five are the ones who know the Lord, their lights are burning, the Holy Spirit is active in their lives, they're living for the Lord, and they're waiting for the groom to come. The other five, without the oil, they've got the lamp, that's the human spirit. They know what to do, and maybe their light lit for a little bit. Let me let me put it this way. I know somebody, you probably know, know a person too, that back in junior high at a church retreat, they had a wonderful experience with the Lord, a wonderful experience with the Holy Spirit, but they came away from that, that from that experience unchanged. 
And you probably known people who've had wonderful times like a weekend retreat or conference or something like that. And you see them touched by the Lord and they're crying or the Lord speaks to them. And then they go out and they live like they've never, it didn't stick like they, like they never had that experience. They just dismiss it and they go on about their lives and they lay the things of the Lord aside. Down inside, they know what to do. They've had that experience with the Holy Spirit. That's like these five foolish ladies who, who have had an experience. They, they know the, they know the bride and they're waiting for the groom, but the groom doesn't know them. They're not yet born again. They, they, they know what to do because they have the lamp and they have the possibility to take oil, but they didn't take the oil to light it with any, you know, at any point. And so even though they say our lamps have gone out, that could be that the, the wick was dry or if it's a torch, they, they were burning the rags. They were burning, not the oil, but the, the rags that they, that they made. The point is in verse 12, Jesus said, or the groom says, I don't know you. I have no memory of you. So a lot of people will use this as once saved, always saved, or, uh, as an at, or or as a excuse me misspoke there they will use it as a a teaching against once saved always saved and that's not the that's not the point like the like the foolish five were somehow born again and then they lost their salvation and that's not the point of the parable you're missing it if you think that the point of the parable is what the kingdom of heaven is going to be like at his return if that's what Jesus is talking about. Then will the kingdom of heaven be likened unto. Only at that point. In fact, in all the parables that Jesus spoke, this is the only time he's talking about what the kingdom of heaven will be like at a future time. Every other parable where he says the kingdom of heaven is like unto a seed. How shall I compare the, the kingdom of heaven? It's like unto a seed. It is like, this is the only chapter. This is the only time that he says the kingdom of heaven will be a certain way at a future time. What this is talking about is, is, is walking with the Lord now. In fact, in the parable, all 10 of the young ladies fell asleep. But when the call came out to that the groom was coming, the five with oil, you know, had their had their lamps burning and because they, they had plenty of oil with them. They were still walking with the Lord, even if they were slumbering a little bit uh, at the time. And so this is, this is a great commentary here where the Lord's saying, don't, don't even sleep, you know, just be prepared because you don't know when I'm coming. Uh, but the other, the, the other five, you've got to understand, he never knew them. And so this is not a, a situation of, of once uh, they were saved and then they lost their salvation by sleeping. Now, the context is at the return of Jesus, it's going to be too late. When he's here on the earth setting up his kingdom, it's going to be too late to say, oh, oh, I want to accept you now, Jesus. It's like, hey, too late. I'm here in the flesh. I'm setting up my kingdom. You are the way you are. There's not going to be another opportunity. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be like. It's about when he's setting up his kingdom and what it's going to be like. So he starts out with, at his return, the five wise and the five foolish, and admit to the foolish, I don't know you. And so it's very specific talking about there's coming a point where it will be too late to light your lamp with oil, to get the oil of the Holy Spirit, because he will have returned. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's It's... This parable sometimes puts people into, into fear. And it's kind of like the Matthew chapter 7, you know, verses 21, 22, which is talking about men, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, you know, and, and they think, oh, no, I, you know, I'm afraid for my salvation. But Jesus said the same thing to the people who made claims. Hey, I prophesied. I cast out demons and everything. Jesus will admit to them, I never knew you. Never knew you. In other words, they were never born again. Their claims are lies. Their claims are false. 
And, and if you look in Matthew 7 and, and you look at that parable from, oh, you can look at verse oh, 15 through 22. You can start back in 11 to set the context. But from Matthew chapter 7, verse 15 on, he's talking about, about false prophets, false believers. And there he, he admits them. They, they come to him and say, Lord, we've done all these wonderful things in your name. Unfortunately, people believe them more than the Lord. <laughs> but the Lord said, I never knew you. You are a worker of iniquity. Leave me. So you have to believe Jesus. If Jesus tells the truth, then when he said to them in Matthew 7, 21, 22, when he talks about uh, that in that parable, when he says, I never knew you, it means I never knew you. And when he says you are workers of iniquity, that's the truth. They're workers of sin. They're workers of, of deceit. And I never knew you is what he said there in that parable. So, so dismiss that. It's not about you. Same thing with the parable of, of the, of the 10 bridesmaids here. It's talking about a time when Jesus returns, it will be too late to call on him to be saved at his return. When he's setting up his kingdom, that's what the five were foolish about. They, they could have lit themselves, so to speak, with the Holy Spirit, with the oil, but they chose not to. And they were lazy. They slept. They were thinking, Hey, somebody's going to, gonna bring me to salvation at that time. I'll wait until I'm 90 years old or 100 years old and ready to go, and then I'll accept the Lord. Or, you know, I'll get serious about the Lord when I see things getting a little tighter in the world and maybe he's coming. You know, maybe then I'll 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 do the things of the Lord. Because this parable is about people who know what to do is right, but they don't do it. That's the five foolish ones. And so that's actually the subject of the parable of the talents, which I'll cover next week. There's also a man who knows what to do, but he doesn't do it. So anyway, I hope this makes sense, even if you have to go through it a couple times, because I'm kind of rambling here. But number one, establish that the context is at his return. Then will the kingdom of heaven be like. So it's not for right now. It's what are the conditions at his return when he's setting up his kingdom, when he's separating the nations and, and letting the, the righteous come into the kingdom, which, which is their inheritance on the earth. He's establishing right now that at his return, it's going to be too late at that point. If you know what to do with the Lord, if you want that oil of the Holy Spirit in your life, it's going to be too late at that time. That's the point of his parable to be ready for him. So anyway, I hope that's a blessing. God bless. C-W-O-W-I dot O-R-G. Bye-bye.